This is Tony, everybody. Oh, hey, Tony. I'm Tony Stevens with the American <laughs> Council of the Blind. We're going to jump in real quick to a leadership live as we get folks set up for the next panels. Um, with here with my my fearless co-host Debbie Hazelton. Hello. There we are again. Uh, we're going to try to catch up on some time here so we can get caught up. I need to actually run and be on another. If only I could multitask myself and, and duplicate myself. Tony and Debbie, oh, this Trent is Dan. Dan. I'm back. Hello. Hey, Dan. So um, as we're getting started with this leadership minute, I just want to again thank our our presidential scholar, J.P. Morgan Chase. Uh, We had a chance to hear from two of our other, not our our sponsor. We had a chance to hear from two other sponsors earlier with Matt with Vespero and Jennifer with Vanda. Thanks so much. But thanks as well to J.P. Morgan Chase, who have been a huge supporter of ACB. And they're at a at a wonderful presidential level of their sponsorship this year. So we're very thankful for our ongoing continued relationship with J.P. Morgan. So in that being said, uh, we just got a couple minutes here to let folks remind them that they can hop on the other meetings now. The rooms are open uh, in room B. You can stay in room A here for the continuation conversation uh, on sort of uh, young uh, under 45 members that have joined, uh, sort of the next generation, if you will, of ACB. In room B, I'll be jumping on there in a couple minutes, so maybe you can get ahead of me in line. Uh, that'll be with Bill Reeder, a fundraising talk we're going to be having in a couple of minutes. And then in room C, we're going to be learning about audio description. So check your emails for those links uh, that were sent out to everybody that's been registered, and you can hop in those. Again, we've got the membership with young members coming up here on this channel and on ACB Mainstream. We have in room B or also on ACB Radio live events. You can listen in on Alexa as well that live events channel for ACB radio and on room B with your links for the registered members, we're going to have fundraising. And again, in room C, we're going to be having the audio description project, which is going to be on ACB radio special events. So I can now breathe. Oh yeah. Pretty exciting though. as well. Thanks to everybody that's given to ACB radio. So yeah, exciting stuff. Definitely. We've had some great presentations. We have. It's Great been, it's been excellent. From, so exciting to hear from the community. And, yeah. And Karen Kenninger, oh my heavens, that woman has done so much for NLS and and particularly for Braille and getting that e-reader going, getting uh, funding behind that. I'm so excited when that comes out. And thanks to Gabe as well for the resolutions committee yes, and the work that absolutely. they're doing. And, and Kenneth with the DKM uh, so mm-hmm. for the leaders, uh, you know, that, that we're able to, to have supported through Kenneth and for others. So it's been great so far. And I hear President Spoon on the line again. He's back in the in the uh, the William Shatner of our organization since we're <laughs> flying the Enterprise. Uh, so well, welcome back, Dan. Well, thank you, Tony and Debbie. And wasn't Will Butler really uh, great? I was so insightful. He was and, great. And yeah. seeing, boy, this is well, we're 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 touching right. We're touching on the edges of this with. With com- with our different communications channels and outreach and and talking about the, in the earlier ses- session the kind of transformation of ACB radio mm-hmm. and and then what we're seeing with the community events and it it continues to resonate with me it's that it's that live it's that participation I loved when he said being vulnerable and really kind of being honest and 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 mm-hmm. it's it's not that polished uh, performance anymore it's the reality it's the it's the genuineness of it all that really connects i so. think that's part of what community is you know it's not like we're really on stage we're just you know we're you're with us 
in this, you know, it's like we're in living rooms at times. We're yeah. just everywhere. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So I think we got time for a minimal minute. I'm going to use that as an excuse for me to hop on my other meeting to run down the hall right. and jump in front of another camera. But I'm going to turn this video off and throw it to you, Debbie. And Sure. Uh, and then I think is Patty on as well? Are you with us yes. again, Patty? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Cool. Well, let's get that minimal minute and folks can get in their rooms and uh, stretch mm -hmm. their legs for a minute. And I'll, I'll see you again in an hour, Debbie. Very good. Enjoy awesome. room room B on uh, ACB Radio Live, right? With uh, Bill Reader. That'll be a great, great yeah. conversation. C and uh, and right here in A, we have things happening. So, Patty, sure, go ahead with the mini mall minute. I am going to show you one of the newest items that we have. It's only a four dollar item. It is a little pouch. And it has ACB written on the flap of the pouch. It has a microfiber cloth that is five and three quarters by five and three quarters in it. You can clean your phone with it, especially after you've eaten, before you get back on your next ACB Zoom call <laughs> so everybody can see you clearly. These are $4. Our number again is 877-630-7190 or 877 um, 969 mall which is 9696255 give us a call thank you that's excellent okay is our presenter ready for this first uh, session here debbie i'd be happy to to introduce them okay. first i just want to for those that are traveling over to room c which is on acb radio special event that's going to be all about audio description with uh, Kim Charlson from Watertown, Massachusetts, Carl Richardson from Brighton, Massachusetts, which are going to, uh, to talk a lot about, you know, kind of what's new with smart TVs, how you get access if you're having problems with your audio description signal on your television and cable channels. And then Carl is going to interview Jonathan Sweet from Spectrum Access about what's new there. And then Joel Snyder, our audio description uh, director, is going to talk about uh, virtual museum tours. So great stuff happening with audio description on Room C. And then right here on uh, Room A, you don't have to go anywhere on Mainstream. I would like to introduce uh, Michael Talley. Uh, member of our ACV Board of Directors from uh, Alabama. And he's got a panel of folks all under the age of 45 who've only, you know, been involved with ACB for a few years and really wanted to have a good discussion about, you know, what has brought them to ACB, what what is really, uh, you know, what do they see as their value add and in getting involved and and maybe even a little bit of discussion for our affiliate presidents and members mm -hmm. out there, or where do they see some of the barriers sometimes for inclusion? And that panel has uh, a, um, Desiree Christian from Portland, uh, Oregon, as well as Greg Wansniger. Uh, they call him Triple G, very involved in the community calls from Wisconsin. Christian Kellen from Michigan, uh, as well as Matt Selm from Kentucky. And Maria Christic uh, from uh, Albany, New York, who's involved in both guide dog users and BPI. So, uh, Michael, we welcome your panel. Hey, very good. Well, good afternoon, Dan. Can you hear me okay? Yes, you sound great. Uh, great. Thank you. Thank you so much um, for inviting me to, to host this panel. I'm excited about this. 
um, it has just been a wonderful day. Let me say from uh, your opening speech this morning uh, to the trainings to just the information that has uh, been presented today, it has been a wonderful day. Um, and I, I appreciate everybody that is joining us and especially my panelists. I, I'd like to thank each and every one of them. So what we thought we'd do is take about 30 minutes, uh, 25 to 30 minutes and talk for a little bit and then an open up for questions and answers. And we definitely want it to be interactive. We want you to um, ask questions and, and, and pick our brains a little bit um, about what is working and what's, um, what, what maybe you could do in your local chapters and affiliates. So um, at this time, I will ask the uh, panel to introduce themselves. I'll give my story uh, at the end. I'll let the panelists go first. But uh, whoever would like to go first, um, y'all speak up and introduce yourselves. And then after we introduce introductions, we'll, uh, I'll present a question to you and we'll go from there. Sure. I'll go first, Michael, if that's okay. My name Absolutely. is... My name is Greg Wansnyder. They do call me Triple G in the community. Mm -hmm. I live in Waukesha, Wisconsin, which is just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Milwaukee. And I have been involved in ACB since last summer, since the, uh, and I got involved through uh, convention last summer. And so a good friend uh, was actually on a Zoom call and they kind of told me about ACB and more of, uh, more of what it's about. And uh, I just got involved through actually one of the social events. So that's my story of kind of how I found ACB and yep, so... That's, That's a me. great story, and we're very fortunate to have you. And and um, you do you host uh, some Zoom rooms? And just speaking of Zoom, I I do, I do. Yes, I I host a few community calls and um, webinars in the community, and I I might talk about that more. Um, I but mm -hmm. I facilitate an open mic night every Wednesday night that people are welcome to come to. It's uh, any music people want to share, poetry or stories, of course, keeping it family friendly and safe for the entire community. But Wednesday night at, at 8 Eastern and as uh, with all community calls, if you don't already, I, if you aren't already on the community call email list, you can email community at acb.org to find out about the open mic and the other community calls that ACB has to offer. That's great. Thank you so much, Greg. And we look forward to, to hearing more from you here in just a few minutes. So thank you. Appreciate you. All right. Who'd like to go next? I can go next. Can you hear me? Uh, yes. You're coming through loud and clear. Thank you. My name is uh, Kristen Kelling. I'm from Grand Rapids, Michigan. And I first joined ACB, I believe it was back in 2018. Um, and end of 2017 by that point i had been nagged so much by some of my dear friends to go to a local chapter meeting um so here in grand rapids it's um visually impaired persons for progress also known as vip as you may often hear me refer to it as um which is affiliated with the Michigan Council of the Blind and Visually Impaired, also known as MCBVI, because who wants to say all that? That's a mouthful. Um, I So then in 2018, I officially became a member, um, at least I believe it was 2018. 
um, and became secretary of MCBVI last year um, and also became the membership chair of my local chapter, uh, Visually Impaired Persons for Progress. And where I'm at now is I still do both of those things, but I'm also one of the Zoom hosts, which I really enjoy. That is great. So you as well hit the ground running and have uh, made a big difference. And so we're so uh, fortunate to have you uh, with ACB and involved and, and helping to change lives for so many as well. So thank you for, for that. I can go All next. Right. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. You got it. Coming through loud and clear. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off, Michael. Uh, so no, no, no worries. <laughs> so I'm Maria Christich. I live in Albany, New York. And uh, actually, uh, Michigan, where Kristen is from, does have a special place for me because my guide dog, Lacey, is from Leader Dog, which is in Michigan. And uh, I have been involved in ACB. I've been a member since 2016 through initially through a guide dog users Inc, which I'm still involved in today. Uh, and I've been in uh, various leadership positions since 2017. I became involved, I'd heard of the consumer organizations in undergrad uh, through various email lists that I'd been on and had kind of learned a little bit about them. Um, here and there, I had attended one uh, state convention in New York State here, uh, at the invitation of a friend, but I hadn't particularly been too, you know, deeply involved. It was just more of a surface level getting information and such. And really, once I finished my graduate studies in 2016, I had some time and I thought I want to become a little bit more updated on what's happening in the guide dog advocacy space and meet other guide dog users. And so I did some research uh, with the, the consumer organizations and really found uh, some of, and this is, you know, online research and really found that some of the um, ACB values of, you know, flexibility and collaboration uh, really resonated with me. And um, in terms of GDUI, the, the leveraging of technology with electronic voting. And um, so this, and, and I'd read a bit of history in terms of the uh, founding of, of GDUI and, um, you know, kind of what some of the things they supported, which I support as well, the accessible pedestrian signals and um, tactile domes and things like that. And so it, it just resonated with me. And so so literally just one day out of the blue, I just uh, joined online. <laughs> and uh, from there, you know, I think the um, leadership roles and the greater involvement just took off from attending meetings uh, in GDUI. These were, you know, board meetings and, you know, reaching out to people where I felt that I could contribute some uh some skills and add some value, uh, having a, a finance and a legal background and, you know, people deciding to give me a chance and giving me opportunities. And so it's just uh, expanded from from there. I'm treasurer for three special interest affiliates and uh, participated in bylaws <laughs> committees and um, also do some uh, website stuff for a couple of them since I uh, started out in my undergrad as a computer science major. So it's just really um, taken off and it's it's been a good experience. My goodness. So you don't have a lot of uh, downtime, do you? <laughs> 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 well, you're doing great advocacy work, and we, we appreciate you. and so fortunate to have you as well. So thank you for that, and I look forward to hearing from you a little bit more in a few minutes. Thank you. All right, either Matt or Desiree, would you want to go next? Ladies first. Sure. 
Ah, there you go. <laughs> good, good gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> I am Desiree, a Christian from Portland, Oregon, and I um, have been involved with ACB for, oh gosh, many years, but my, my mom has been a member. Uh, when we lived in California, I, I watched her um, be president and treasurer, you know, growing up. So it, I, unlike a lot of people, I didn't go looking. It was like, you know, kind of like already, my family was already doing it. So why not? When, when I got interested. So I serve uh, local, state, and national levels with ACB on various different committees and chairs and all, all the things. So, yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate you joining us today and look forward to hearing from you. All right, Matt, it looks like you might be traveling. Are you driving, sir? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're, you, you look like you're in the passenger seat, I believe. <laughs> Yes. So, um, I, uh, my name is Matt Selm. For those of you that I didn't, that do not know me, I'm the, uh, current first term president for the Kentucky Council of Blind, as well as the first vice president for ACB Next Generation. Uh, my story goes a little further back than most people on here. I got involved with KCB in 2014 when we formed a, local chapter for next generation and it is only well and primarily due to my wife that i'm involved uh she <laughs> she drugged me to a meeting and it's kind of taken off from there um i've served a few a few different roles in the local group and have since primarily under her leadership helped to form ACB Next Generation and have also continued to be involved in my state affiliate where I'm now president. And for those of you that have been there or are there, it's a lot of work. There's no rest for the wicked. So um, I, I would say I've, I've primarily stayed because, I, you know, I really, um, I, I really enjoy seeing the growth. And I really enjoy the the people, um, you know. And I and I enjoy helping out. I'm a I'm a sucker to work. So, you know, <laughs> never have well, to. Well, no. How, how long have you been president of the KCB? Since November I, I, of last year. So. Ah, so so you just got in that seat. All right. Well, you know, earlier today we heard about the wonderful uh, things that are going on with ACB Radio, soon to be ACB Media, um, and they were talking about podcasts. You guys have put out a podcast for a very long time called Soundprints. It's very well done, and um, I know you guys are very active. And even before COVID, I mean, y'all were just constantly uh, having get-togethers and fundraisers and. KCB is a very, very active uh, affiliate. We are extremely active and we are uh, very blessed to have some strong and powerful leaders that contribute to the organization. Um, one person cannot do it all. It, it does take yeah. a lot of hands sometimes to get things done. Yeah. And, um, you know, but we've we've just we've we've been very very lucky in that amount, and I know 
Uh, you know, I'm sure everyone knows Carla. Uh, <laughs> Rushable, everybody knows Carla. And yeah. so, um, you know, I've been, I've been lucky to sit under her learning tree for a time or two and learn a few things. And, uh, you know, so I'm sure we'll talk about some of that more, but, you know, we, yeah, we're, we're, we're striving here. So. Yes. Well, um, and I'll just throw this out there for anyone that would like to, to speak up. So the last year has been very challenging. And as you all know, and not being able to have meetings in person and, uh, and state conventions in person and, and not even sure what to do about this year. But let's talk about what is, is working well in your, uh, your affiliates. What, what, um, what have you seen? We know that the community calls have just exploded on a national level, but what's going well in your organizations and what, what does that mean to you personally being so involved and, 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 and having such an impact? What, what does that mean to you as well? Uh, this is Maria. I'll actually piggyback a little off of what you're saying, Michael, with the community calls exploding nationally and say that we've really found them to be working well in uh, in the affiliates that I've certainly been involved with, uh, with GDUI. We've had a couple, you know, relating to the new revisions to the Air Carrier Access Act, where we've been able to talk to members about the new changes. Uh, we are going to be hosting one soon about uh, people's experiences in guide dogs us classes during COVID and such. So it's absolutely helped. And, uh, you know, I know with BPI, we've had uh, uh, just recently had a book club and we've had some chats relating to audio description and certainly next gen with the Saturday Night Live Hangouts and such. So it's most definitely been a boon, you know, on the affiliate uh, level, on the affiliate level as well. and so, and, you know, and I think also from, um, you know, what is working, you know, in my just involvement in general, I really just appreciated how down to earth and approachable people have been at ACV. You know, I, I think in Rochester, uh, in at the convention, and I approached the International Relations Committee table of ACB, thinking, you know, I'm from Bosnia originally, and perhaps I, uh, you know, could have some involvement there, I was interested, and there was, you know, then President-elect Dan Spoon, and, you know, we just had the most friendly conversation. There was none of this sense of like, oh, I'm so nervous, I'm talking to the future president of this organization. Um, so, <laughs> so um, you know what, I really just found, you know, it's it's been certainly there's been the you know learning advocacy strategies with um, especially some of these, these trainings that have happened recently through the community channels, but you know in general, but even just the networking. You know when I was um, one of the the people that I met um, through guide dog users um, and in, in guide dog users of New York that I'm the secretary of. She actually was kind enough to write uh, to be one of my references for my job application for this job oh, that I have. Wow. Yeah, and um, and then, for sure, and and you know, just the um, you know, networking, and but you know, there's also th- this aspect of feeling like I can make a difference. You know, back to the the, the GDUI, just this recent, you know, I was providing um comments through GDUI to the Department of Transportation on these new forms that are being used for guide dog travel, and you know, tomorrow we're gonna get to hear this amazing panel um on uh, from uh, the air with. with representatives from the airlines on this you know regulation through acb that's something i never would have just you know me as an individual gotten right and so so it's that both that professional i think and you know personal networking as well 
and BPI, they've even done some wonderful sensitivity trainings uh, yeah. that have really made an impact. Yes. And I think that speaks to, you know, to the grassroots approach of ACB that really, you know, works well, whether it's that having the, the idea, we think we can add value and approaching the leadership to have it done. Or, you know, you look at next gen, just forming together as a you know group. Do we want to yeah. do this? And here we are a year later, you know, turning, turning yeah. one as a special interest affiliate. So, um, again, just that uh, cohesive spirit and the fact that, um, you know, you have a, a collective action and, and can get things, uh, you know, done and have a have a sense of you're not alone right that's that's definitely absolutely yes yeah, so it's so important these days absolutely well thank you thank you so much for that all right anyone else would you like to to speak to what's working well for you guys and what it's meant to you sure um, oh okay oh. Christy, you can go. <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> uh so so mcbvi since uh the pandemic started um they've come people have come to a realization that we needed a way to connect with those that are in our affiliate. So within the three chapters within MCBDI. Um, and so now, now I remember when we started them, it was sometime last year during the pandemic, they started what we call the connection chat and it's once a month and um, people within MCBVI can come and, and socialize and just talk about a lot of different things. And um, I, I don't always get to go to them, but I, I know that that they mean a lot to a lot of different people. They're pretty well attended. Um, it, I, I just think that it's it's great that they that they have this option available because absolutely um, not everybody is able to go to the, the community calls um, or, or um, sometimes they might get overwhelmed in a larger uh, social call on the community calls. So this is just kind of, it's, it's kind of nice too to get to know some of the people within the affiliate um, a little bit better. As far as what's working well, um, I, obvious, I think that the connection chats are working really well. Um, you know, so I, I think that, that that's been wonderful for people. But I also really appreciate the fact that there are a few people within the affiliate that not only are Zoom hosts and help host some of the ACB calls and are actively involved in that, but there I also appreciate those who are willing to to step up and, and facilitate those those calls as well absolutely and those calls are so meaningful to to so many people that um emotionally are affected by not being able to get out and visit with people or be able to go places some people are scared and so to be able to reach out and connect with other people is so vital these days and uh you're right it's just it's it's so meaningful so thank you for that um all right, we've got about 10 more minutes or so before we open up for Q&A. And I just realized your host did not introduce himself, but we're going to go ahead and uh, get through these. Uh, I, I want to go to Desiree or to Matt and uh, get Desiree, I guess we'll go to you next. And, and then I'll quickly introduce myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, time flies. Um, 
So what we have noticed is because we've moved to such a virtual environment, it's allowed a lot more of our younger people. So like, you know, people that would qualify for next generation to step forward and get involved. Um, two of us actually work at uh, the national level uh, are and have been doing so at NextGen at the national level for several months now on two different committees. And we're now both co-chairs of our state convention committee. So like two young people under, you know, that 45 age limit in charge. Yeah. Our state better look out. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great thing. Yes. We need that. That's wonderful. And so what does it mean to you by getting so involved and helping out on not only a local, but a national level? What, is, what does that mean to you personally? It's really good to see the blind community be able to grow and mature. Um, and it feels like I'm much more in touch with that happening now that I'm working at, you know, just such a bigger level than just locally, like I was doing for a long time. Um, and that part is really awesome to, to be able to see that growth versus, um, you know, watching and seeing relatively low functioning blind people, but to see that change, to actually see good change. So it's not so much that way, which is excellent. It's so funny you mentioned next gen and we're fixing to go to Matt, but it was just so wonderful to see the growth of the next generation, um, affiliate and the the board of directors just unanimously supported it and 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 from top down everyone has just been so proud of it um and so i'm glad that uh, you're involved with it and and helping out so all right uh matt we'll go to you sir and tell us uh what's works working well for you guys and 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 what it's meant to you to be so involved with kcb and next gen yeah i would say that uh it's been we we were on the on the Zoom train pretty early on before the pandemic, so it was a bit of an easier change for Kentucky to switch to Zoom um, and just start really conducting a lot of our events that we did in person. Try to modify those to a virtual format, and it really allowed you know people that may were not near to those events to still come and participate. You know, people that are really in some remote parts of the state or just don't have reliable transportation. So that's been a good thing to start with. Um, Personally for me, I, you know, I think as much as the pandemic has been a hindrance to the country and the economy and people's um, health, you know, I think as a overall, as a whole, we've sort of risen to the challenge and tried to adapt and be flexible, you know, and I, I definitely foresee a virtual component sticking around within Kentucky and on a national level because of it. So, well, that is good. And, and I know that we even heard a lot of yesterday about future conventions being hybrids, you know, partial part virtual part in person. And so we're really going to be hearing more and more about conventions being uh, using a hybrid model. And I'm sure there'll be a lot of community calls about that. And a lot of um, just discussion, especially on the email exchange on on the on the mail list, you know. So, all right. Well, thank you, thank you for that, Matt. Um, so, 
nothing like uh, doing an introduction of your host, uh, <laughs> your moderator, right in the middle of the thing. But let me just say a little bit about myself. My name is Michael Talley. I live in Birmingham, Alabama. I'm currently the president of the Alabama Council of the Blind, and I'm also on the ACB Board of Directors. So um, I got really involved um, with ACB on a local level uh, back in about 2008, 2009. I had a many, many friends that were very involved in ALCB. Um, uh, Norman and Debbie Culver, the Garrett's, the uh, Osborne's, Ken and Charlotte Osborne. And so as, uh, as, as, as I got more and more involved with them on a local basis, I, and, and, and then I, you know, David and Rhonda tried. And so I, I, um, I started to see, Hey, there's, there's a huge organization out there. It's not just here in Alabama. It's making a positive impact on a national level. And so I started looking at the national, um, what the national organization was doing. And the more I looked at it, the more impressed I became. And then I started attending national conventions. And, um, it's kind of funny. The, uh, I was at a convention and, and the, my, I was first vice president of Alabama Council of the Blind and my president, John Gary, she said, Michael, I'd like for you to go to the nominating meeting. Yes, ma'am, I'll go. And so I went and as we're sitting there, um, they're, they're taking nominations for uh, a board position and someone leans over as real sweet lady and won't say her name here, but she says, Hey, Michael, would you, would you be willing to, to run? I was like, sure, whatever, you know, knowing I had no chance whatsoever. And, uh, so they put my name up there, and next thing you know, I've been elected to the board of directors. But it's been a great experience. Uh, I got to work under Kim Charlson and uh, under uh, President Kurt, President Dan Spoon, and it's just been uh, just amazing, an incredible opportunity. But I've got to learn and meet so many wonderful people across the country, and I just want to strongly encourage anyone out there that's thinking about getting involved that hasn't maybe taken that step to, to, to do it, just, just to put your feet in the water and go for it, because it can change your life for the better forever. Um, so, and we'll always um, be here uh, to, to encourage you to, to uh, support you. And don't be afraid of, you don't have to be that person out front being a public speaker. You might be that one uh, in the background that's helping and supporting others. And, um, you know, that that's okay too. We, we need those all kind of leaders. Um, okay, guys, so we've got about five minutes and we're definitely welcome it up for questions and answers. Um, if you would like to answer or ask a question, please go ahead and raise your hand. Let's get you in the queue, get those lined up. But we've got about five minutes to talk about what would you like to see uh, ACB go in the future? Like what kind of direction? Um, what can we do better? We always, as good as things are going, they can always be improved. Just, just like Alabama here, you know, we're all about national championships of football. But, but the next day, Coach Saban is looking at his, his system and going, what can we do better? And so what, are there things, uh, as good as things are going in your, your affiliates, what, where would you like to, for, to see ACB go in the next, uh, you know, uh, three to five years? Well, this is, this is this Greg. Oh. Okay. Greg. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, okay. go ahead, Greg, or Triple G. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you. Um, I would definitely like to echo something that uh, Cindy Hollis said at, uh, at the uh, meeting, at the last uh, community call meeting. But we do need, uh, we would like more people to host community calls on any 
any number of topics. I mean, you could host a community call on hot air ballooning if you have experience with that or, you know, different things like that, because that's going to do well for ACB to help us learn better. That's going to help us get a diverse perspective on things and um, just, just, um, you know, put your neck out and, and host a community call or even take a position. You know, um, I'm, um, I'm on the PR committee for Next Generation, and I never thought I'd be any good at PR. I mean, I know Facebook a little bit, but I just... Um, or even like Zoom hosting, for an example. I never thought I'd be hosting webinars, but I stuck my neck out and I said, Cindy, I want to be a Zoom host. And it's turned out I've learned so much from hosting Zoom meetings yes. and hosting webinars that it's been awesome. Speaking of PR and next gen, uh, let's promote a call tomorrow night and a special event for next gen. Yes, yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. um, ACB next gen tomorrow night. Um, at, um, I believe it's, yep. Um, so next gen is the affiliate for, um, people 18 through 40, but we do have support class members, um, which are, can be any age, um, which I am one. And, um, we are having our one year anniversary party tomorrow night and um i believe it's going to be in the community call schedule otherwise if you would like the uh the link to it it's um on our social media uh channels um acb next generation on facebook and um and twitter um and you can find the link to that or you can just email acb next gen at gmail.com but we're um we're very proud, and Matt can probably speak to this more, but we're very proud of uh, celebrating one year of in existence yeah. as an affiliate. Hi, this is yeah. Linda Yax. I'm your host, and I thought you were ready to start taking hands, so I um, allowed mm -hmm. Joseph to unmute. So, Joseph. Is okay. There? Can you hear me now? Yes, we can hear yes, you now. Yes, we can. <laughs> oh, You're well, loud and clear. I, Go ahead. Where are you well, from, my, Joseph? Tell us what well, I'm from near Philadelphia. Uh, okay. uh, sort of semi -town, a town called Doylestown. So I'm taking notes for your meeting and a few odd technical things are happening. But anyway, I'll ask someone else that after it's over. I'm wondering, did you have, when younger people are coming in, are there certain issues that they feel um, before that you came in that you had some doubts that an advocacy group wouldn't be dealing with. Uh, was, it hard, on the panel. was it hard for you to maybe relate to um, an issue that were you concerned that maybe you wouldn't be able to relate to the older people as well because you thought that they weren't they weren't going to be emphasizing the issues you were going to need to so this is desiree yes all right go ahead desiree um thank you for your call uh question joseph thank you and i hope you have a great day yes sir so ahead, um you know coming again from watching my mom be involved 
Um, and, you know, having ACB meetings in our living room growing up, when I joined, for me, I, I knew that that's what I was going to get into was I was going to be one of the youngest members in my chapter. And it turned out in the demographic of my state. So I knew that there was going to be clashes between what they were interested in, what they wanted to do, the issues they're concerned about versus things that myself and um, now that we have a much larger group of younger members are concerned about and interested in. And I knew that it was going to be somewhat of an uphill battle, but I also knew if I went in there shouting that they're not going to listen to me because I don't know anybody that likes to get shouted at. I, you know, yeah. that's such a turnoff. So if I were to go in there and be supportive and make friends and slowly, persistently, you know, say, Hey, this is a thing we need to change stuff. Granted, I do it in a pretty direct way because that's just my nature, but still just not giving up and just continuing within, you know, my local and state level to just be like, no, we need change. You guys are asking for change. This is how we can do it to get younger members to address younger members issues. Um, but, you know, you still need to do it in a way where you're respectful to theirs as well, because they are older. They're not dealing with the same stuff we are. So Absolutely. somehow there's got to be a balance. And I really wish yeah. there weren't just conversations, but there was like workshops that there was some sort of more action taken to uh, change the them us attitude, whether it has to do with age, which is what we're mostly talking about, or whether it has to do with race or whatever else. I, I really wish there was something more than just talking about it to address these things. Wow, what a great response, Desiree. This Thank is you. Kristen. I kind of have a little bit of an answer to this. Um, when I joined, I knew that starting at the local chapter, especially. And then eventually the state chapter, I, I went in knowing that I was one of the youngest members. A lot of the people, we do have a few younger members um, within the affiliate as a whole, but most of the members, especially um, the ones that I know and, and in my local chapter, especially are quite a bit older than myself. And I think that it comes down to, first of all, you know, we can learn a lot from, from other people. And I think that it's important to be empathetic, first of all, because a lot of them, a lot of people are coming from a different place than I am. A lot of people um, have lost vision. They're, they're not um, they weren't necessarily born blind like I was. So I think the empathy piece um, is is really big. Empathetic and understanding and respectful because Desiree, you're right. We're not you're not gonna get what you want if you come kicking and screaming and and shouting and and whatnot um, and just expecting to get what you want. Because and what I have found is that there are a lot of the issues that we're addressing that are issues for even us as younger members as well. 
Um, take the voting, the accessible voting, for example. Um, so, so that's really what I have is to be willing to learn and be respectful of other members and, and what they may be going, going through. And you may find that um, you're going to have um, similar um, things that you might want to work on. There, there's a place here for everyone. It's, it's just up to us to figure out where that is. Thank you. Great, great answer. All right. Do we, uh, it's Lisa, I believe. Do we? Yes. Oh, go ahead, Matt. Never mind. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's fine. No, no, no. You want to do a quick response? That's fine. I don't even know if we no. have a hand up. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Just real quick. Uh, I'll try to be quick. You know, you asked really early on before his question what yeah. you thought that we could do, we could do better as an organization. And I would yeah. say this is really up and down from, the national all the way down the chapter and back back across again is we need to intentionally consider the new member experience and how do we integrate and welcome new members into our groups and into our affiliates how, how do we how do we track and retain people you know how do we form those relationships i i think that deserves yeah. some real intentional thought so and, uh, Absolutely. Oh, definitely. I, I can definitely say from experience and, and encourage, this is Kristen again, encourage newer members to get involved. I like so what Matt said. Get involved, and- yeah, we, I mean, we've got to make sure that we are being intentional with wh- how welcoming we are because they, they don't know anyone. They're not as well connected. So we've got to be intentional of how we handle that. Right, Desiree? That's what I was going to say is I really like the language Matt was using there intentional. Like, yes, Yes, we do. Absolutely. So good. Okay. Let's see if we've got another question. Is is there a hand up? No, there's not. I could make a comment if you don't mind. Sure. Absolutely. As one of the oldsters, (laughs) I just want (laughs) to say, I am so excited to see young people becoming involved in ACB. Some of our, affiliates are are aging out of acb you might say and if we don't have young people joining and have young people getting involved there won't be an acb so i am so excited to see next gen form and i'm so excited to have you guys working toward this and i'm so excited to hear the desire to collaborate with all ages and all uh groups and and because we all face issues, we just all face them a little bit differently. So that's all Ma- I wanted to say. Thank you. Ma- Michael, this is Ray Campbell. I'm on the panel side. Can I make a comment? Yes. Sure, okay. go ahead, Ray. Okay, sure. Uh, first of all, uh, I'm like, like Linda said, I'm, I'm really excited to see this. And I look forward to attending a one-year-old birthday party tomorrow night. It's going to be exciting. Um, but um, I just wanted to, t- to touch on, you were talking about, Kristen was talking about the affiliate calls and uh, we found that an ICB granted, we have a small group, but we have been doing some affiliate calls and I know uh, because they've shared uh, for some of our members, it's really meant a lot to have the affiliate calls because uh, we do a, we do a lunch bunch call every Saturday or almost every Saturday. We, and we've done a couple of book club calls and a couple of other calls on some things and, 
um, I know it's it's meaningful to people, and uh, we've been doing that since the start of the pandemic. Really, starting with just a call to check in and see how people were doing, and it kind of evolved from there. So, the message I'm leaving is you can do it, and it's going to get your members more connected. And we've met people from other parts of the state, some of whom have become members that we didn't know were out there. Uh, thanks to that, to that, and we hope to get more people on them. So uh, you can do it. Well, and Ray, just to piggyback off something Ray said, Michael, real quick, if I may, um, community yeah. community is just community, right? Community doesn't specify an age group, you know, an age requirement. Like, uh, and, and so we're all part of this community together. We're all, um, I've even heard of it referred to as a community family. Now, I don't know how many people, you know, want to go there, but uh, it's language that, you know, I would feel comfortable using that we're all part of this big community family together and we can all learn from each other. Um, and um, that's, that's my main ambition in life right now is just to learn as much as I can um, learn and grow as much as I can. And that's why I say, again, take advantage of every opportunity. I like to say, and this is not my quote, this is, you miss out on 100% of the chances you don't take in life. Mm, so good. Yes. So, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Tell us your name and where you're from, please. Hi. Uh, my name is Yasmin and I'm from New York. I'm from the conference city. Um, I was calling, well, I wanted to um, make a comment to say that um, I am, you know, one of the younger uh, members of my chapter and um, I'm also, you know, on the membership committee. So what we're trying to do is, um, you know, try to find the young generation, the younger generation, because, you know, we feel that, you know, they are the future. So we are starting to, or in, or in the process of trying to like reach out to colleges and universities in the city and to be able to, you know, present our chapter um, to introduce ourselves to them. So they know that they have an additional resource to reach out to after they graduate from college. And, you know, when they're in the, the real world and the adult world that they still have support as they move on. And I just wanted to say um, that I thought that I've been hearing like throughout the day that, um, you know, presenting a survey to your members to see what they, you know, are interested in and just to get feedback from them. And uh, my chapter has done that. And we've, we are finding it more um, helpful to see like when they could attend you know, meetings or events and things like that. And, yes. um, you know, we do have, you know, a little issue with uh, some of the older members, like wanting, you know, trying to transfer over from like just doing the, the teleconference to actually using Zoom. And, you know, it's so far it's, it's been okay. You know, we tried it with the meeting and um, for the most part, people were able to, you know, get on and still be a part of it. So um, yes. I would say it's, you know, when I first came in, I just kind of sat back and, and just watched, you know, as a new member, like how things worked and who, you know, who was on what committee and things like that. And now, you know, with our president, um, you know, he has done a very good job in 
um, you know, bridging the gap between the older members and, you know, some of the younger members and, you know, to get everyone involved. So um, I think that, you know, as we, you know, go forward, you know, things are starting to, to, to look up in that way. Do you feel like you're getting the support that you need in in the effort of reaching out to um, the younger folks? So does your chapter fully, uh, have they bought into that? Uh, we are doing it now, but we do have a very supportive president. And, we, and you know, I do have a, a, a wonderful membership team. And, you know, the, as the, the chapter as a whole, you know, they, they come to the general body meetings. They, you know, are very vocal in, you know, what they want to happen, especially in the advocacy front. So it's good, um, you know, to have that experience there. But it's just now, you know, we want to be able to, as people like step down from, you know, positions to be able to still mm-hmm. mentor, you know, somebody new coming in who may not have been in that kind of position before because we yeah. see that. Um, their expertise is, is needed to, you know, share with the, the next person coming in. So, you know, it, so far it, it's been, you know, working out pretty good for us. Um, I uh, will, thank you so much. And go ahead, Triple G. Yep. This is Triple G. I will just say that um, mm-hmm. surveys are great. I get about 10 to 15 of them per day, actually, for different um, organizations <laughs> I'm involved in. Um, but um, nothing. Um, like, and they're a tool in your toolkit, right? Just like all these tools, um, that, that we've talked about, uh, this week. Um, but nothing, nothing passes, nothing is better than word of mouth, than personal, personal invitation. You know, someone, you know, invite them, get the message out. You know, this is when, this is where. Yeah, that's what I want to say. Surveys are great, but word of mouth is just such an awesome tool. So please don't underestimate that. I think that I have to agree. Um, This is Kristen. I tend to to agree with um, personal connections and things. I I do remember, if I recall, um, our affiliate back a couple of years ago did um, do a survey, but I don't remember it having gotten too many responses. So I think it probably just depends, number one, on how your survey is laid out. And number two, um, how, you know, on your affiliate and how you're um, able to get people to to do something like that. Um, But definitely, I can agree that personal connections are great. Personal connections have gotten me involved in ACB. I know personal uh, connections have gotten other people involved in ACB. I'm sorry. I just wanted to say like, as far as what I'm saying about the survey is like, um, you know, for our chapter members to see, because, um, you know, we had, you know, a, a few like of the the um, main folks that always showed up to the meetings. So we wanted to find out, okay, um, may, is it the time that, you know, we hold an event yeah. that's a problem for you or, mm-hmm. you know, what day of the week it is, or, you know, what yeah. is the issue that, you know, that uh, we're not getting the turnout that we want. So as far as the survey, we thought, you know, we, we got a small response with it, but it was good to know. So as we plan events, then we know, you know, we're going to get the most um, attendees, because they, you know, they told us, okay, this is like the afternoon is the best time for us to hold something. Yeah. 
So that, you know, but as far right. as oh, I understand the word of mouth, we, we send out emails, we do all of that to, you know, yeah. word out. Thank you so much for raising your hand and speaking, uh, Yasmin. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And I look forward to, to meeting you one day in, in person and just continue the great work, the advocacy work and, and <clears throat> becoming a leader in your your affiliate. Thank you so much. I know that we've got one hand up for sure. Uh, Linda, if you Doug will, Powell. go ahead. And... Doug Powell. Uh, yeah. Hey, Doug. All right. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Doug. This is Maria. Can I just make a very quick comment while we're just waiting? Um, I definitely agree on what's been said on, on the surveys and the personal connection, but I also want to urge, you know, affiliates to work on making sure your web presence is also up to date and um, informative because you really, really never know how people are going to find you. I know someone told me with BPI that they literally found it by doing some search for blind LGBT and obviously they found BPI through the website and, you know, it changed their life. And, on you know, on the other side of the spectrum, I've had an example where, okay, I've just moved somewhere and I do a search for, you know, blind in that uh, location. And there's this nice website and it shows affiliates and it shows the chapter in the location I'm looking for. And then I click on the link and it goes, page not found. You know, that's not what you want your result to be, you know, so, um, that's, so that, that's certainly, you know, an important um, aspect as well. And there's and there's so many multiple prongs, you know, like I, there's, you know, the ACB affiliates pages and maybe that's not up to date, but your website is up to date. So, you know, maybe the easiest thing is to just say for that ACB affiliate page, don't list the president, just list the website and say and about us. And here's more info, you know, to make your life easier. But you definitely want to make sure that, you know, your presence is consistent and up to date you know you don't want people if they are just doing this from an online standpoint you don't want them jumping through hoops to try to get involved with you because that will you know dampen excitement and if we're going after younger members we've got to meet them where they're at right well how, how they're getting their information so we, we definitely need to be <laughs> yeah so there you go um do we ever get dug unmuted we've got just a few minutes we've got about three or four minutes we need to start wrapping up <clears throat> Derek, you should be able to unmute. Uh, you, you guys remind me of when I was coming up and, and uh, I, I did the same thing as, as a couple of you have talked about. I sat back and, you know, I joined a local chapter and sat back for a while and then became president of the chapter. And I had some very, uh, uh, we had some very uh, influential people in ACB in my chapter. And, you know, I came up against that stuff about, you know, I would uh, make a suggestion. Oh, we did that 20 years ago and it didn't work. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and yeah. or, uh, so uh, I was wondering if you guys have, uh, uh, hopefully that era has passed. Um, but uh, no, no, it hasn't. That's a shame. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I said what I said at that time was, well, I, I understand, but, you know, it's been a while and, uh, you know, I'd like to try it this way and, and uh, it may not work, but, you know, it's worth trying what, again. So um, yeah. please, you know, please don't uh, be intimidated by uh, by the old school. <laughs> um, and I, I had another question I wanted to ask you guys. Um, and in trying to I've, I've, it slipped my mind. Um, now, Doug, you're young enough to join next gen. Are you going to join? <laughs> you're at, like you're an old timer. <laughs> yes, we're always looking for new members. ACB next gen. Oh, that, oh, I know. Yeah. That's, that was the question I was going to ask. Um, as, a, as an old fogey, um, 
and trying trying to revitalize our affiliate and chapters and, and, and stuff like that, getting some more young people to come and join. Where do we old fogies find the next generation? Do you have any hints about how to, uh, you said make sure that your mm-hmm. website is up to date and that's, that's certainly pertinent mm-hmm. and, the, and uh, I, I need to work, we need to work on that. But are there other places that we can, um, this is Maria. I'll speak to that because we've recently we've recently had a couple of younger people join my local uh, state local chapter of state affiliate here. Um, you know, I think definitely the if you have local colleges and universities, you know, someone here mentioned reaching out to them. You know, maybe forwarding the, an ACB scholarship to the disability services office at the university and say, hey, if you want to, you know, send this out to students and we're a you know consumer organization, people might be interested, or even you. Know, know if you have um you know an association for the blind or some kind of a rehabilitation center that has youth programs you know that's definitely a possibility of you know coming and speaking about your organization to let people know that you uh exist and you know i think some of it too resources i know um you know, again, coming back to guide dogs, I know, you know, GDI is listed as a resource on the website of my guide dog school and such. So, and there are people of all ages who, um, you know, get guide dogs, but those are, you know, a couple, perhaps my other panelists here have other uh, ideas, but I know those are a couple that have worked for us and have gotten us a couple of recently younger members in the local chapter. Michael, I got a comment hey, if I may. Just to That's check on we got about two minutes. Yes, go ahead. All right, I'm going to make it quick. Uh, so first of all, I That's do, uh, you know, Doug, it's good to good to hear from you again. And I do. And this is Matt Sam talking, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do yeah. want to uh, publicly thank Doug. I, I met him while leaving Rochester last year. And the poor fellow, I must have talked his ear off about all the ideas that I had and uh, everything like that. He says, oh, why don't you get involved with the leadership task force? And I said, well, that sounds like a great idea. Uh, always need more work. So I'm involved with that now. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's gone good. I really enjoy that committee. Um, yeah, to that answer your, committee. yeah, it is a great committee. To answer your question, um, I think... So... What Maria said is true, you know, making sure that your presence online and everything is up to date, mm-hmm. um, making sure that, you know, you're actively using your channels of communicating, whatever, whatever that may be. Um, you know, in Kentucky, we have a list of colleges and professionals that are in the field that we send our newsletter to and send information, especially highlighting scholarship opportunities. Um, I, I would say that a lot of times when we talk about growing as an organization, we often talk about that in the context of getting younger and sometimes getting younger to a group may not necessarily be, you know, if our average age of the group is, is 60, you know, maybe getting younger just involves bringing in some people that are a little younger than us in our fifties. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes these things, they, they, they trickle down. Trickle down. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's never an overnight solution. It is a long-term, it's very long-term, extremely long-term. Um, you know, I don't think we're ever going to sprinkle fairy dust and people just pop up overnight. 
you know, it takes momentum and, you know, sometimes momentum begets more momentum, you know, intentionality. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. This is just All right, guys. Well, all right, and, and, and just real quickly, if you will, because we've got to wrap it up and hand it back over to uh, Dan. Okay, Go ahead, so, so my question is, I wonder how many of us are reaching out to community centers. I mean, it says it right in the, there in the name, community. People are going there to take mm-hmm. classes. People are going there looking for community. And you get all yeah. kinds of people going to community centers. So just just putting that out there. Excellent dialogue, guys. I, I want to thank each and every one of our panelists. Um, I think we've given some seeds, uh, some 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 food for thought for sure. And I'd like to to thank everyone that's listened and commented, and um, just thank you for being a part of this organization for for working to build a brighter future. And uh, to all of the panelists, you 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 are uh, an encouragement and. Just your energy, your passion, what you're doing with your affiliates is so encouraging. And not only to the the, the people that are listening today, but for, for future generations to come. So thank you for everything you do. And uh, and thank you for being a part of this panel. I, I know it's meant a lot to me, and I know it's meant a lot to those who are listening. All right, Dan, we'll, we'll hand it back over to you, sir. Oh, and Michael, before your panel goes, I got to ask a question. This was a really wonderful session. So, so thanks so much to everybody. And my question, because I heard, you know, I was li- listening uh, and trying to be intentional, as Matt said. I love that word. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, Matt, I know visiting Kentucky a few years ago, you all had a local chapter of Next Generation before it ever made it to the national organization with folks like Joey and Natalie and you and and Amanda. And then Desiree, I heard you say that it meant a lot to you. You kind of started out kind of growing up through your family and now other folks that are younger have joined in the, you know, the ACB of Oregon affiliate and uh, and O-Triple G and then Kristen, you guys kind of got involved a lot through through the community, how important is it to find some other friends, buddies, but people that are kind of, you know, in, in your age range, your social circle that where you're not like the lone wolf out there. I know when we did the next generation scholarships two years ago, that really seemed to bring a group of people together from across the country that got to meet each other face-to-face for the first time. It, are those the type of intentional things that can help? This is Kristen, um, and I would argue that, yes, I mean, it, it's good to have friends all across the spectrum. Um, I think in part because when you're friends with those who are older, you're learning from them. They, they bring a lot of years of experience and Um, and stuff like that. But it's also important to have people that are more in your age range, at least for me, because then it kind of helps you to know that, you know, it helps me to know I'm not alone in this. You know, I, I can, you know, like, like we can, we can do this, you know, we have similar interests, similar things that we're concerned about. So I would argue that, yes, it is quite important. This is Triple G, and I just want to say um, really quickly that um, growing up, I well, in, in school, I had some friends who are, um, you know, on, on what I call the blindness spectrum, um, you know, either totally blind or visually impaired because it is a spectrum. But uh, what I would say to that is um, 
yes, it's really important to have friends of all, you know, backgrounds. Of, um, I believe that um, I was told once by a science teacher that the key to stability is diversity, and that starts in your friends group, friend group. And um, I enjoy having friends of mine throughout the country throughout the world through ACB now, you know, I have a friend from Dubai that I've made uh, through ACB and um, someone who comes on the community calls. And I just have, I just consider them friends and I can call them and ask them, you know, questions about, well, how do you deal with this when your parents say this to you? Or how do you deal with this when uh, you, you know, have this computer issue, or it can be a variety of things, or just just chatting, um, you know, about different things. So, uh, and we have different interests, and uh, I, I just love that. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's where I see it. This is Desiree. So, um, I'm, you know, everybody has that. Oh, I'm unique position, and. <laughs> I'm, I had my kids when I was really young and they're now adults. So here I am at 41 and I've got an 18 and 20 year old. Um, and I find it hard to find that particular demographic. However, with my interests, I end up getting those needs met outside of ACB. And this is just me being my direct real self. And so I actually volunteer with a geek oriented organization um, that, again, is about benefiting, you know, doing charitable works of good. But that's where I've ended up finding more of my people, per se. Um, and, I, and I really, and I'd love to see more, you know, of that kind of thing happen. Because I know there's like all these different communities within ACB. But I just wonder how many of us like struggle to really find like are people, and it's not that I don't have friends. Oh, because dear Lord, do I have friends in ACB? But I just like I can't be the only one out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what Will Butler said earlier: there are lots of little groups, as opposed to thinking there's one big message that that goes out there. Yeah, lots of little little platforms. Yeah, and uh, Dan, to to speak to your question a little bit, you know, I think if gathering the trade winds of of young people helps gain more young people and er- serves as a, 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 a honeypot or, or a honeycomb to feed the larger organization, then all, all the better. Because in the end, um, you know, we're all here for the greater mission of, of ACB. That's why we all do what we do. And, exactly. you know, we, we have to, uh, we have to eventually replace ourselves and, and, and spread our wings for lack of better terms. So, well, thank you all so much. Thank you for a really wonderful, informative panel and, uh, you know, keep on being great ACB members. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Dan. Well, thank right. you. Enjoy the rest of the conference. Yeah.